Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you are looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I'm going to be talking about emotions and the importance of sharing your emotions. All right, so I've been away for another couple weeks um, between uh, an archery tournament out of state that I was gone for a couple days, and then that led into my son's uh, college orientation, so I tacked on two more days to the trip. Uh, and then uh, I know I've mentioned quite a bit about my uncle's passing. Uh, we haven't had a wake or a funeral or anything like that, and our big celebration for him is... And coming up this weekend, so there's been a lot of preparation on that, me working on a compilation CD of music that he's recorded over the years, my brother working on projects, my sister working on projects, so I've been wrapped up uh, physically with doing stuff like that, just very busy, and and then the emotions of, I mean, we're finally coming up to the moment where we'll kind of have closure, and this is going to be a, a happy event to celebrate his life and not supposed to be a mourning. Um, but it's still emotional. Um, like I said, I put a CD together and to make sure everything transferred right and there were no skips and pops and hiccups and stuff like that, I played the CD in my living room with nothing else going on and listened to it start to finish for an, over an hour or however long it's on there. So, I mean, that kicked up some emotions. Um, so like I said, this is about just sharing emotions and not bottling everything in. Um, it's one of those things, if you build up the pressure, eventually it pops, where you kind of got to, kind of like old-fashioned radiators, you got to bleed the radiators every now and then, get those those little pockets out of them. Um, and that's the same thing with emotions, sharing emotions. Um, I remember when, when I had my stent in and, and going to the doctors and finding that out, I actually was talking to my uncle right before I went in for the procedure, and he said, you hope they find something, because if they don't find something, then you wonder what's going on. And even talking to my mother, who's an, an APRN nurse practitioner, um, she had said things how, I mean, people will hold off going to the doctors uh, because they're afraid to hear the answer. Okay, like in my case, I know I have a torn rotator cuff. I'm getting to the point where it's it's time to do something about it, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to go to the doctor and have, yep, it's time to go in there and fix it because then you know you're you're down for three months, four months, whatever the case may be. It's sometimes we know we know the answer, but to officially hear it, to make it official, it's tough. Um, I mean, I've mentioned I mean, therapy. Um, I recently started going. Um, I, I only have a few close friends that know. So now if more family or friends, uh, that personally know me and not just through the podcast, hear this, they'll hear that I've gone to therapy. My sister actually did, uh, an episode with me on the podcast about mental health and how important it is. And she'd shared her thing. Um, my brother, my nephew has been, um, in and out of therapy and my brother openly shares that on their uh, YouTube channel and stuff like that. Um, getting help, sharing your emotions is important. And we're all going to have emotional times. Like I said, I know this weekend's going to be fun. I'm going to see family I haven't seen in a while. Um, it's going to be a big open jam. My uncle I mean, helped 
I planned the event. I mean, he said he wanted music. His his old band is playing there. I mean, I'm going to be playing. Other musicians are going to play. And like my father said, it, I mean, the thing starts at 4 in the afternoon by 8 o'clock. I mean, people who had been there for five hours, they're going to head home. He said the musicians could be playing till midnight. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing music, playing the guitar that was given to me by my uncle. Um, but again, it, it's the emotions that need to be shared. Um, I did an episode, um, one of the most important episodes we did was on um, sexual abuse and stuff like that. And uh, I had J Jennifer Corbin on, who's a, an actress, a model, um, but she's also a sexual assault advocate. And at one point I mentioned how asking for help is a strength. And I, uh, she commented just saying that, I mean, we need more I mean, coaches like you. Um, and I've always said that, asking for help takes more strength than doing it yourself because we are we seem to be default setting of more fearful of failing mentally or failing emotionally than we are to fail physically and people don't don't seem to mind making some physical mistakes but and god forbid you need and mental help or emotional help and for some reason i don't know if it's just human nature where we're set to to not share that for some reason, especially for guys. Um, I've always connected um, with my female friends. I, like I said, uh, my friend Aaron, who does the intro, uh, he's one of my male friends that I can open up emotionally about. Um, I have one of my former athletes that played soccer for me that has been reaching out to me and and sharing some some troubles he's going through, which makes me feel good that he's so comfortable with me and and that he's making that small breakthrough of, of sharing his thoughts and his emotions and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's also a case, and I remember being in a, a, a CVS or a Walgreens or something like that, and there was a, a little boy, maybe five or six, crying, and, uh, and his father or the guy with him turned around and said, stop acting like a little girl or something like that. And... And it was a case of him showing emotions. And, and that's, that's that pattern that we need to break, especially for, for guys, that sharing your emotions, being emotional, crying, and guys don't cry. Guys are tough, which it's not true. And that's the problem. You get too many guys that are tough and don't share their emotions, and then they're the ones that break. I mean, Robin Williams, one of my favorite actors, look what happened to him. Um... I mean, there's other other ones. I was actually just flipping through YouTube and saw a video on Steve Vai, one of the best I mean, guitar players out there. And and it was titled about how he had depression or went through depression. Um, I didn't get to see the whole video, but I'm not sure if he's still dealing with it or if it was years ago and he's overcome it. But, I mean, here again, I mean, a celebrity who has all the money and fame that you would want, depression. Um I mean, how many pro athletes have gone through stuff like that? And you see it again with the act actors and actresses. And, and sharing your emotions is extremely important. Getting help for them. Um, we all have those tough times where you have stuff that goes, goes through you and events that happen, um, like I said, leading up to this, this celebration is going to be emotional. Uh, I know that. I, I know there's going to be some tears. I know there's going to be some laughs. I know we're going to have fun playing music and there's going to be great food and 
seeing people, but there is going to be the emotional side. And, and you know what? Maybe after the adrenaline of the party and goes away, maybe once everyone clears out and I'm sitting on the couch at midnight after everyone's gone, maybe that's when the, the big cry comes or, or whatnot. But it's okay to show your emotions. It's okay to ask for help. And we're always going to have, again, those, those tough times. I mean, things are going to change. I mean, I was just listening to uh, an episode of, of my podcast every now and then when someone says they listened to one and they really liked it, I'll go back and listen and just see what I said. And uh, I go back to that line, a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, which I, mean, I had never heard before until a friend brought it up. I mean, we're probably going on four years or more now at this point. But now it pops up a lot, and now I see it in my own life. Um, I'm seeing the case of people that come into my life, and they're only there for a reason, or they only hold on to me for a reason, and then they go, or, or again, the season, and and hopefully some, and hopefully most, I mean, would stay a lifetime. But I mean, I'm seeing things that are changing. I'm seeing. And doors that were open invitation that are no longer open invitation. Um, and it is emotional. It, it does hurt. It does kind of like put me into that, okay, I thought this was a lifetime thing and it, it's looking more like it's a seasonal thing. Um, and we all need those people we can share with. Um, like I said, I, I'm going to therapy. I've been going about five or six weeks now. Uh, I'll be going tomorrow as I'm recording this and uh and it's it's for me it's not to fix anything else or any connections or relationships I have anywhere else um I mean I've shared it on here and Marie and I did an episode called the marriage roller coaster I mean there's I mean no shame in saying our our marriage isn't perfect I mean it's far from it it's got cracks and bruises and and hiccups and and whatnot in there and I mean, I think a majority of the people that say they have the uh, the perfect white picket fence, leave it to beaver type of I mean, family atmosphere, I mean, for those that you remember the shows, I mean, I think more households are more like Married with Children and Roseanne than they are, I mean, leave it, with, leave it to beaver and Lassie and that type of stuff. And uh, it, it's just, it's to help me. It's for me to share what I'm feeling, to see what's going on around me, whether it's in the family or with friends or relationships or, or whatever I have, and, and how do I go forward for what's best for me. And, and I've said this all the time. I mean, you, you hear a lot of times, um, especially with women, with new moms, that I mean, I mean, my kid comes first, my child comes first. I mean, I mean, you hear all the things. I mean, women and children first on getting on the, the lifeboats when the when the ship's going down, stuff like that. The thing is, you have to come first. You have to come before your kids, before your spouse, before your parents, because if you're not healthy, and physically, mentally, emotionally, I mean, that health tripod that I reference often, you can't help your kid, your spouse, your parents, your friends. So you have to look out for yourself first, and it's not selfish. It is absolutely essential that you take care of yourself first. And for some reason, and I was just talking to, with and a few people recently, how, I mean, if, if you're bleeding, you're going to go and, I mean, get your stitches and go see the doctor and get it fixed up. If you're 
I mean, you have some internal pain that's going on. You're going to go to the doctor and you're going to go and make sure it's okay. But how come when it comes to the mental stuff or the emotional stuff, we are so hesitant? Is it because on the mental and emotional side, we're afraid to find out that something is quote unquote wrong? I mean, it's okay for something to be wrong physically. It's okay to go in and have my heart checked out and say, nope, this is wrong. That's clogged more than it should be. Let's fix it. But when you're mentally backed up or you're emotionally backed up, for some reason, we don't want to go in there and, and, and clear it out, put that mental stent in there, or that emotional stent, and let things flow better. But physically, we'll, we'll do it. But why do we let the mental and the emotional build up and build up? It's okay to ask for help. It's essential. And I've said this many times. I think I've said it on the podcast. I know I've said it in conversations that I truly feel that when the insurance industries, I mean, they'll, they'll save themselves millions, if not billions of dollars. I think when the insurance agencies, the health insurance agencies decide to put, let's go with two. So every six months you get a wellness visit for mental health. I bet in the long run, they'll save on the people that are going for mental health once they find out something's wrong. I mean, as it is, you go again, physical health, you get that one physical wellness visit and your physical once a year that's covered by insurance. You get your two cleanings for your, with your dental insurance. That's part of the, the program. Why don't we do that for mental health? And I think, again, like I said, if we're getting that checkup every six months, I mean, I'd even say let's go quarterly. Let's go every three months. But let's start with I mean, twice a year, every six months. You go in, you get that one checkup. And I think that for a good amount of people that do have to go um, for therapy, that six months of it just being included in your program might be enough that you have less people using it out of necessity um, when they that when they've really cracked and, and fallen, and I think in the long run it would save insurance companies and and everyone else a lot of money. I mean, so I mean we're not doing it for that financial reason, but I think in the long way it would work. I mean, just like I've seen studies that say when I mean take a, a physical job, a machine shop, or something like that, and, and I mean it can go across the board. But if a company pays for a gym membership for their employees and their employees use it, like use it regularly, go to the gym three times a week, two times a week, whatever it is, do their strength training, make their bodies physically healthy for whatever it costs for that gym membership. And let's just go with like one of the big chains, Planet Fitness, once a year they do their $100 thing, or even if you do the whatever it is, $11, roughly $150 that it will cost a year. If the, the employees are using their gym membership the company will save well more than that 150 they invested on reduced lost production from sick days. So now you get someone that calls in on a sick day, you lost production, and they call in on, let's say, three sick days a year, and whether it's I mean, a sickness like cold, fever, that type of sickness, or whether it's a, a pulled muscle if you're doing something physical, but because you've built up your strength, you're not pulling muscles, you're not taking those sick days, the company will actually profit by paying for the gym membership and doing, as my father called it in the military, PMS, preventive maintenance service. And let's change that timing belt when it's worn out before it breaks, and then now you got to replace the whole top half of the engine. And let's replace things 
before they fail, not when they fail, because when they fail, they bring something else with it. And again, sharing emotions, sharing feelings, and let's work on those other two legs. I mean, I see it all the time. And that physical part, people will tend to work on more than the other two. And let's not be afraid of what we might find out when we go for therapy, when we talk to a friend, when we open up. I mean, you, you go with that, that Me Too movement. I mean, there's many personal things I've talked to friends about, and then I find out that they're dealing with the same thing. I mean, I can go on a simple one. Of, a few years back, I, I rolled, I had a Jeep Commander, and I parked it on its driver's side door, and I rolled the car. I mean, one of the, one of the scariest things I've been through. Um, but then I talked to, I mean, I have another friend who rolled the car a couple years after high school. I have another friend in archery that rolled his car. I mean, I know it's like all of a sudden it's like, again, that me too movement, three or four people that I know have rolled a car at some point in their life. Not that it's something to be proud of, but when you start talking to your friends that, yeah, you know what? I decided to check myself into therapy or, um, something like that. And again, there's someone else that's been through it. You're not alone. Work on your emotions. Work on the the mental and the emotional part of your health. Make sure all three legs of that tripod are strong. Uh, and you have to take care of yourself first so you're there for your other loved ones. All right, let's keep moving forward, and hopefully I'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Hey, after the closing, uh, please stay on and listen to an original song, Rainbow's End, by my uncle Jeff Simon. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset. In 
there at the 